0: No Name Nerd. Any type of nerd. Nerds belong here. Hi there, this is Brian from the No Name Nerd, and I'm proud to say that I'm now going to have two podcasts in a row, week to week. Just like I said I was going to do in the beginning of the year, Um, even after taking a couple weeks off. And despite the fact that today is 4th of July, which doesn't give me a whole lot of motivation to do much than kind of hang out, eat hamburgers and hot dogs and uh, blow some stuff up, to be honest. So, but that's all right. That's all right. Uh, this is a topic that I, I've kind of kicked around and approached from a few different angles, and I've had this on in my queue in my little like notepad of uh, potential ideas. And so I thought I'd just go ahead and follow through with it today. And wh- what I want to talk about is the difference between a personal brand and a company brand. And I, I think this is kind of an important question, actually. And I'm, I'm not saying that there is um, Only one right answer. In fact, I think that there is more than one right answer, but I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast, you are starting out streaming, or you perhaps have been streaming for a little while, and or maybe you are part of an esports team, or maybe you're a content creator, putting out stuff on a YouTube channel. Um, and we got we got a lot of people who are part of the no name nerd community, and they are trying to develop that personal brand. And sometimes they're also trying to monetize that personal brand, or maybe they're even working with a group of people, whether it's part of an e, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> whether it's part of an esports team or um, maybe another creative collaborative, and uh, trying to come together and and decide who they are and how they're going to put that out there. And so. I I thought this was kind of an important question, and um, I, I, I think that, you know, it's anybody who's heard me talk before that your personal brand, your personal online brand is something that's very important and something that you should be thinking very deliberately about. I think it's something you should be thinking very deliberately about because it. Not only does it have a lasting footprint in that uh, the time and energy that you put into developing that personal brand, even though it might evolve over time, um, you know whether it's the number of followers you have or you know what the followers expect when they watch you on Twitch or YouTube or whatever it is that, you know, over time, the more time you invest into it, um, the more established that brand can become, and so some of those early decisions you make about what are you going to look like, what are you going to sound like, what kind of audience you're going to be trying to bring to you, that that can have some lasting impact. I I think that uh, the farther you are down your journey, whether um, that's in number of years or number of followers or however it is you want to rate that, that, uh, thinking about what it is uh, you know, what, what are the elements of your personal brand is an important one. But here's the thing is, if you're moving towards monetizing your brand and you've begun to, um, you know, make money, whether it's because you're a Twitch affiliate or, uh, you know, you're, you're selling ads on uh, YouTube or, you know, you've got a merch line or whatever it is, I, I think that there's this interesting question about, you know, where uh, does the personal brand end and the company brand begin? And... What are the pros and cons of leaning more heavily into more personal brand and or company brand? And I'm actually going to say, when I say company brand, I'm thinking more of a group identity. And uh, you know, in the past, I've used major uh, corporations like Coke or Microsoft or Apple or uh, you know Nike. That for the most part, these companies might have some strong personalities like Bill Gates that are historically associated with them. But really, the the brand. Stands in and of itself, right? So um, um, there's an understanding that uh, when you see Apple, that there are a whole lot of people behind that brand, and in fact, in many ways, uh, the brand has been around so long that uh, who is behind that brand is largely interchangeable, right? That over time, there have been various people who have been spokespeople for the brand, um, and there have been various people who have led the company and things like that, and so. A personal brand, I would say, is at one end of the spectrum, um, something that is very strongly affiliated with an individual. Um, you know, with uh, a single person, right? Like this would be like Michael Jordan is a you know a brand. I mean that it, many. Um, Famous uh, actors, maybe in actors and actresses, maybe famous singers. Uh, they they are in and of themselves their own brand uh, that is sort of separate from a company. Even though, in fact, they probably have a whole range of people that are working behind that personal brands to um, do everything from schedule their concerts and and their publicity events to you know uh, helping them sign the contracts for you know whatever affiliate deal it is that they're working on. So. It's a bit blurred, but you know I'm going to offer that. on one side, we've got something that's a personal brand that is tied very directly um, to an individual, a single name, a single face, a single personality. And that at the other end, you've got something that is sort of nameless and faceless and is on, is tied to a group or is tied to a company. and where the individuals that are inside that group, um, are, are, can be changed, can be swapped, um, you know, without losing a great deal of the substance for that brand. Okay. Makes sense. So that, 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 to me is the spectrum, right? And I, th- I think there's an interesting question as you begin to establish yourself or, you know, depending on where you are down your uh, entrepreneurial or streamer or content creator journey. Where is it that you want to land? And I I think you've got the ability to move. I think you've got the ability to move along that spectrum from kind of a personal brand to a company brand. But um, I think you should be making that movement um, intelligently. And I think that, you know, uh, once you get started and a little bit established, it becomes a lot harder to move, right? I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's harder. So I, I think that if you are a streamer or a content creator, that almost inevitably you are going to be primarily focused on your personal brand, right? That it is your gamer tag that is going to be central to who people are, lo- are uh, looking for on whatever the social media or streaming platform is. And, and, and that's where they're going to go. And I think so... For many of you, um, you are almost by default, because of the media platform that you're interested in using, you're going to land on the more personal side. But, I mean, there are some of you who are perhaps starting out with groups or esports teams, and you're creating a single channel, or you're creating a single YouTube channel, or a Twitch stream, or whatever it is, and perhaps you've got one that is going to be shared by multiple people. Um, In which case, who you are as an individual might be part of the team, but it, it. the channel itself, right, the brand, the identity that you're working on developing might be, in fact, a shared one. Um, And, you know, there there are people who have, I think, found success along that spectrum. Um, And I I think, as I mentioned before, there are sort of pros and cons. I I do think that there's one important thing to note that I I think where we are in 2021 with the state of society is that people are really very much drawn to personal brands. And I think the the indicator you see of this is everything from, um, you know, company efforts to bring online spokespeople, uh, which has been going on for a long time, but even the emphasis that, you you know, we have on personal referrals to companies, right, that uh, you, in fact, as an individual are much more likely to buy something from a person you trust, right, than you are to buy something from a company that you trust. That it used to be that we we put a lot of faith in companies, uh, General Motors, uh, Coke, Nike, uh, North Face, whatever it is, that we would see that company and we would make purchases simply because they were new items that were coming from that company. I mean, I think you see that in some of the the tensions. Here I am in the uh, great northern state of Michigan uh, the tension where people are, are still very much loyalists to particular um, you know, General Motors or Ford or whatever it is. So th- I'm not saying that company brands don't have an influence. I'm just saying that increasingly, I think that the decisions we're making are based on our personal relationships, or at least our perceived personal relationships with individuals, influencers. And I, I, I say that... Um, using the word influencer uh, broadly, I think it's a little too attached to uh, just people on Instagram placing, posting selfies of themselves wearing particular clothes. And I think that really what I'm saying is that I think that people are increasingly influenced not by stuff that comes from companies, but, but stuff that comes from people they know, right? They know often via social media, but also they personally know. And I think this is where, you know, the lines are also becoming very blurred, that we've got friends and we've got these real-life interpersonal relationships but you know uh, your interaction with the people that you have these real-life interpersonal relationships is going to be blurred and overlap with how you engage with them via technology okay what's the bottom line of that my point is that i think people are still very much drawn to personal brands so i think that there's a lot of pressure or a lot of reason to start there but i think that you know if you think of that personal brands to a company or group brand spectrum I think that there's also reason to be cautious about where you fall in that spectrum. Um, And again, I think that if you're a streamer or content creator and you are the person on that camera, right, and people are showing up because they've got a relationship with you and because they're looking to see you on the camera and they like your personality and they like the things that you have to say about, let's say, the game that you're playing, that is all a great deal of pressure to put... Um, to make you the personal brand, to make you the thing, the one that is famous, right? Uh, And that's that's what people are looking for. And so I think that to me is uh, all indicators of the fact that there's a whole lot of pressure to develop a personal brand. But here's the funny thing is, uh, I I think that there are some downsides to that, um, or at least some challenges associated with that. And the first challenge I would note by... Creating something that is too strongly affiliated with a face and a person is simply the division of labor, um, and I—I I mean, for lack of a better phrase, I mean the lifespan of individuals and the changing nature of individuals, and you know, you, you think about actors and who are very much actors and actresses are very much tied to their personal brand. Well, you know, if they need or want to make an appearance, or perhaps if they're just starting out, they need to be the ones who are going to put in the work and make the appearance. Um, If you, uh, you know, are just starting out and, you know, you want to make a video and people are expecting your face, it always has to be your face on that video. And, you know, over time, you might change your interests. You might change your... i, I got to break it to you all. Like, you're going to change your appearance over time. And if you're leaning too heavily on a very well-defined personal brand, it becomes really hard to allocate the content creation to other people. It becomes really hard to even evolve over time if people's expectations of you remain the same over time. You see that kind of... Oh, who's a famous example of that one? Britney Spears is certainly a famous example of that one, where there's been some challenges associated with the division of labor for her personal brand, um, and some clear stresses on her as a result of that. And so, I mean, the downside, right, what I'm saying is, if you make it always about you and your face and your personality and who you are, that means... Continued success and growth also might rely on it always being about you and being about your personal brand and being about your image and your face and one particular personality that you might find yourself stuck in, right? So th- there's some implications for the division of labor. And again, I'm not saying this can't change in the future as you evolve. I'm just saying it's hard if you're focused too much on who you are as a personality. Right, I mean, if you've got, this is like Ninja, if you've got an iconic look and everybody expects that look, yeah, I mean, the, it's powerful and you can get a great, I mean, I certainly wish I had that kind of influence, but it also means you're kind of locked into it. Now the benefit, right, then, if you've got a group brand is that you can also interchange people. so. I mean, th- there actually is a reason that um, I have emphasized strategically, um, on a personal level, that I, I don't really care to appear on camera that much. So, uh, both literally and symbolically, I'm putting it out there. And I, I use a number of uh, technologies at, at sort of uh, communication technologies uh, at the back end. Where it, I'll, I'll just let you know, it's not always me that's answering my emails. I've got a personal assistant that is sometimes answering the emails. And I've leaned into the identity of the no-name nerd in ways um, much more than I've leaned into the identity of my own personal identity, like Brian. I'm not, I am not, in fact, I fought the idea in the beginning that I am the no-name nerd. I am not the no-name nerd. I'm Brian, right? I have this personal identity, and I want to hold on to that personal identity, and I want to allow that personal identity to evolve. But I want the company identity of the no-name nerds to be one that is relatively static. I want it to be one that is about community, that it is about inclusiveness, that is about uh, being a welcoming and opening and supportive place for nerds of all sorts. I want that company brand to be static and to remain the same. And in fact, I would like, as the no-name nerd grows, as a company, as a community, for various people, in fact, r- various people have already sort of Taken on the no name nerd voice and become the no name nerd because it's not affiliated. I mean, it is for some people who know me, like they affiliated it with Brian, but uh, and I am the you know the the founder of it. But but at the same time, I it should be interchangeable. I've always wanted it to be interchangeable, and so by focusing on there is a singular image, but by focusing on it as a company, what that allows me to do from a division of labor perspective is grant the opportunity, right, for multiple people to sort of represent the no-name nerd. and So there isn't the sort of expectation that it's always the same person, the same image, the same face, um, that the content that comes from the no-name nerd even could be uh, coming, and has, in fact, come from multiple sources. So that's kind of the strategic reason, I think, that um, it, it's useful at times to not not lean too heavily into a brand that is only about your personality. Now, there are downsides to the sort of group orientation, right, where a brand is affiliated with a group. And I, I see this a lot uh, because I work with a lot of small uh, esports teams and or clans or, you know, just groups like that. And um, often they are very invested in their group identity, right? And so uh, it's not exactly their company brand, but uh, I'm going to call it their group brand, right? And um, the benefit to that is it, it allows for multiple people to work together. And so there's kind of a compounding effect that, I mean, even in a very little literal sense that, you know, if you're, you have content creation and there are multiple people involved, uh, sometimes you get just better content creation because there's multiple people involved, but also sometimes it makes it easier to create that content because it isn't one person trying to do everything. It's multiple people who are working together to try and get things done. But the downside to that, right, is that uh, you also have to take into account things like ownership and decision making and team dynamics. And this is where I've seen some, uh, for lack of a better phrase, um, some real like negative meltdowns where people have even contacted me because they're upset at other people for using the logo. And they've, in fact, been removed from the group, but that person was upset because they were the one who designed the logo, or at least so they claimed. and. Um, you know i i think that if you are working with a group right and you are working on creating an identity as a group that i think it's useful early on to have some conversations about like what are you going to do when you disagree what are you going to do when somebody wants to join what are you going to do when somebody wants to leave right what do they get to take with them do they get to take anything with them you know who who gets to make these decisions how are you going to decide that and i think that Having some of those conversations up front is important. Even things like you know, as, as maybe money comes in through the trip, uh, maybe it's a Twitch uh, affiliate partnership or whatever. Um, as money comes in, what like how is that money going to be used, and who gets to decide, and you know what happens if somebody's maybe not doing their share of the work that was you know originally expected of them. I, I think if you can have some of those conversations early on, and if you've got a high degree of trust among the individuals that are involved, I actually think that the uh, time and effort is worth the benefit of having more of a group identity or having, in my case, more of a company identity. And I, I think that when some of those decision-making and resource allocation and things like that, including re- resource allocation of time and money, I think when, when everybody's transparent about that, and there's trusting relationships, I think the group identity is actually a, a much more powerful one. But um, I, I, I think that I know that I've seen people jump on board um, a new sports team where they all have played well together. But it, when it came to actually organizing um, around content creation, it became a little bit more complicated. Um, and sometimes it end, ends negatively. And you know That's not, not something I think that anybody out there wants. So I hope this is useful food for thought wherever you are down your journey of um, you know brand personal brand development or maybe company brand development. And you're thinking about what is the division of labor? What are people looking for? How can I sort of capitalize on what I think is a strong current social interest in uh, social brands and personal references? But at the same time, maybe create something that is a little broader, right? to create space for other individuals to be involved, whether that's um, to create a division of labor, to create something where some of that division of labor, the stuff people do is a little bit more interchangeable to save you some time. Um, I I think it's worth thinking about because I, I think in the long run, right, even though you might start out as a personal brand, I think that if you are going to, Really do this over an extended period, and, and and turn it into an entrepreneurial endeavor, and turn it into something that I think is really going to have um, go through rapid growth as you maybe begin to monetize it. I think you got to start moving it and inching it and pushing it a little more towards that company brand, and start looking for ways in which you can create space for other people to be part of that brand. And you know, I think, gosh, even um, begin thinking about how you can carry it forward when you don't feel like doing it, right? And, and maybe that's going to be my next step as I try and think of ways to uh, bring online other people to help out with the podcast, which is, is, if you're listening to this, you know, it's been sometimes a little bit of a struggle for, for me personally. Um, even though I've enjoyed making it part of my, my Brian of the No Name nerd sort of personal brand within the company uh, at the same time, gosh, part of me knows it would, it would be nice to, to be able to share some of this some of this work as well. So those are my thoughts on a 4th of July before I head out to a little barbecue and a little beer and a little uh, fireworks. And so I want to, even though you're going to listen to this or this will post on July 5th, I'll I'll still uh, wish you all, all of you in the United States, at least a happy Independence Day. and Be safe and uh, enjoy the holiday. Take care. Hey there, I'm excited to be welcoming some of our No Name Nerd community on to give shout outs to their stream. If you're interested in having your stream mentioned on our podcast, just head to anchor.fm slash no Nerd and make sure to click on the message button and then just record a message that is uh, 30 seconds to a minute. Feel free to plug your stream and maybe you will be selected to appear on the air just like The recording here. Hi, I'm Donnie V, and I would like to wish everyone a happy 4th of July. No Name Nerd Podcast is the podcast you need to listen to to get insight on how to be a better streamer, but more importantly, about the community itself and about what makes being a no-name nerd so awesome. Keep it up, guys. I absolutely love what you guys are doing. The community is awesome. The jerseys are awesome. All the product is awesome. Just You guys just keep doing what you're doing because you guys are doing it right. So if you're interested in joining the No Name Nerd community, just head to nerdsbelonghere.com and you can find links to our Discord server as well as our private Facebook group. I'm proud to say that we offer a safe and welcoming environment for all kinds of nerds. And we are a supportive and interactive community for all types of gamers, streamers, and content creators. So if you're looking for some people to connect with, uh, to play some games with, or to learn some tips and tricks on growing your audience, uh, just head to nerdsbelonghere.com. And if you want to grab some great customized merch, uh, you can always find that at nonamenerd.com, where we have our Signature item, which is a full sublimation print professional quality esports jersey, as well as a number of other items. So, nerdsbelonghere.com for the community and no name nerd.com for the company. Thanks for listening.